Hi, Maddie. Hello. <laughs> it's been a while. We thought about hanging it up. We thought about giving up the war. But going out, we went. We wanted to go out on top, and then we thought maybe not. I think by popular demand, we've returned, uh, mostly to talk about, you know, appropriately games about returning back to life over and over again after dying. Whoa. Um, so what more appropriate topic today than roguelikes, a term I heard of for the last five years, didn't really know what that meant, finally started playing some of them in recent years, and I guess the two major ones we're going to discuss today are Returnal, which I played just these last few months, you did as well, and Hades, which yeah. I played last year, and you're, you're just finished playing, I believe. Yeah, uh, sort of, because you, 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 you know, when when you finish playing Hades, you can just keep playing it, right? Um, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like a decision that you make, but... Yeah, with Returnal, this is funny because, you know, I think this is the first major PS5 exclusive that I that I bought. And, um, well, actually, when, when I bought the system, um, my girlfriend wanted something for us to play, so she got Little Big Planet or like Sackboy's Adventure or whatever, which oh, was yeah. which was cool. It's a decent I was going to make the joke of, you didn't buy Sackboy Adventure, but you actually did. Um. And that's a you know that's a topic for another day, but but that that was good, anyway. But this was very much like. This is the kind of game that if Flosaurus should just be like, "What the fuck are you playing, man? Like, what is this shit?" Yeah, I mean, like it was the first. I mean, when I got my PlayStation Five, uh, I got Demon Souls and Miles Morales, and uh. As you know, as great as Demon Souls is, I loved it. It's a remake. It's a it's a it's a remake of, of, of a game. And Miles Morales is a PS4 game that they put it on. And this Returnal is really the first PS5 exclusive, like big AAA game, other than I guess like you mentioned Sackboy and uh, Astro's Playroom, which are both great, it seems. But um But yeah, this was like the big triple a action title that they had for the first half of this year which is really weird because it's sort of strange for like a major first party game like i don't think i've we'll get into it but it's like i didn't really know what to think of it from the trailers i was like oh god what a stupid name the character is <laughs> kind of stupid uh and she is kind of looks derivative and guess what all of that is right <laughs> but the game is still great <laughs> yeah i mean you got it first didn't you and 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 um yeah, I begged you to play it. I was like, it's actually so good. You thought I was being a a homer. Well, but uh, yeah. I mean, it it did it did make it, it did sort of like change my impression of it when your impressions were really good. But my kind of sticking point was always the price cuz I was just thinking, oh my god, like, can I drop this much money on something when I'm just getting free shit all the time with the Xbox, you know? So, yeah. And and it's not so much that I get it. I, Game Pass. I get it. <laughs> Count down uh, <laughs> how long it took for me to mention Game Pass, but, <laughs> but it's not so much sort of listen like I understand what Sony are doing with like their games and their pricing and stuff. It was yes, part of it's also kind of ugh, as a consumer, you know, um, 
and 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 sort of your your sort of perception changes you know of, of value so i i of ended course. up getting it um, and we're gamers more than consumers ultimately so yes so i ended up getting it because um i got like a gift card as like a late christmas present from a friend that that i saw um a couple months ago and she gave me like 30 pounds for psn which was sweet and then it was also on sale so this is really boring but basically like that was my way in to Returnal. It was kind of like, it, oh, it's justified now because it's it's not my money, you know. Yeah, before that you were calling it Return It. I still do call it Return It, um, <laughs> which I think is an apt name. No, I mean, so you go well, first. Yeah, cause... we can get into it. we can get, we can get into it. Like, there's so there's actually a weirdly large amount to talk about with this game, like including the price and the way that the price was discussed and like sort of the the you know. It's really unique in that it's uh, an indie developer foraying into making a AAA game, but also a a structure of a game that is typically only based in indie gaming, like roguelike. And it's like that is also taken into account with the sort of value of the game and how much it's worth. People don't really expect for roguelikes to be like a full priced product. Which mm. is weird because this combines like really high production value mm. with a sort of niche indie type gameplay uh, game structure, but then also the gameplay is really refined in, in a sort of AAA way, and it has like a story and and like it, it's really there's a lot going on here in terms of you know how the value of the game was perceived when it came out and why it was not like a massive you know massively marketed game. I mm. don't think it was. I remember us saying it. Something like it's kind of unfortunate that Housemark or Housemarkey, the developer, I don't know how you pronounce their name, but yeah, was, okay. they did um, Resogun, Resogun, right? And Resogun, yeah, that, that Rezo, was like a Rezogun. launch PS4, PS4 game. Did they do Stardust, Stardust HD, Super Stardust HD? Yes. Yeah. Right, so they're like known for these, like you said, indie titles and stuff. And and I felt a little bit sorry for them because they went first in terms of the post-launch exclusive window. You know, yeah, they were before Ratchet, they were before whatever else is coming, um, and they yeah. went first. And so all of the debate about prices kind of land lands at their feet. You know, they have to justify it with their game. But ultimately, well, the game's fucking great. Like, I loved it, man. It's but you go awesome. first. It's but so you, good. You go first because you played it first. Yeah, like I, I think I'm bearing the lead, but like, yeah, it, it's I loved it. Obviously, I, I raved about it to you uh, a lot. Um, but but basically, what it, it, it it's sort of like I, I'm really hung up on my perception of it going into it, which was like the trailers looked kind of dumb. the The designs of the characters and the world look kind of generic. Like it's very much like triple a sci-fi game um and i don't know like there was something about it that looked sort of mid like it was all just like okay i i felt the same where i'm like oh i feel bad for these developers because it's like everyone's waiting for the first like ps5 exclusive to come out the like the next year uh the trailers looks kind of mediocre there's not a lot of hype for it and it's like a roguelike and it's sort of like a hardcore game uh, and i was just like okay this has like I know this is a really stupid way to think about games, but like, oh, this has like seven out of ten on Metacritic, like all over it, and mm. it's gonna be like just like completely ignored or whatever. 
then it comes out and it starts getting like really good reviews for the most part. And a lot of the reviews are talking about how, how sort of difficult it is and polished and everything. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm dying to play like a third person shooter. I'm a fan of sort of bullet hell type gameplay and third person shooters. So it's like a, it's an interesting combination of both. I can get over the whole roguelike structure that I'm not really that familiar with other than I had played Hades and one or two other games I'm trying to remember. But but anyway, so I started playing it. And at first I think I was like, yeah, Maddie, this is pretty good. You know, the shooting is mm-hmm. good. Um, it's pretty hard. And I was like, kind of like, oh no, I'm like kind of championing this game. Maybe I'm like trying to convince myself that I like it. But then within like a few hours, I was just so, it is so addictive. It the is, gameplay yeah. is so tight. It's insanely like well balanced in terms of just like the different guns uh i think the stuff that really kind of made a bad first impression was number one the character is really (laughs) off-putting i don't know why like the main character looks like the character models in la noir where they like a human actor's face like green screened onto like a body and she's just like overly expressing her face and like like it's just like it's really weird the story's really we'll get into it but like the story is a big nothing. It's really generic, like grief or <laughs> shit that's like all over movies and games now. Like it yeah. reminds me of like the woman in the window type shit. Like I had actually a lot of the same visuals from that awful movie, and I assume the book as well. But the gameplay was really fun. And then once you sort of get used to the different game, like uh, uh, sort of the, the economy of the game and like the progression system. And the fact that it is broken up into two halves as well mm-hmm. is really cool, um, which sort of saves it from being like overly daunting. But yeah. like, it's just a really difficult propulsive shooter where the enemies are really quick. You constantly have to be moving. I think we both compared it to Doom and Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. Uh, like in terms of like how it makes you stay on your toes the entire time. Mm hmm. I, I, you know, I'm sort of rambling, but like, I, I really loved it overall, like despite it sort of falling into these like sort of generic AAA game trappings, like that was all the weak stuff. Like all the great stuff was just like at its core, it's just such a great controlling game and, and really satisfying. And that stuff is kind of like the story and, 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 uh, the audio logs and all that kind of stuff. It's window dressing, right? Cause, exactly. and so. And this has been a running theme with stuff that I've been playing recently, including Hades, actually, which I know is celebrated for its story and stuff. But Hades, to me, has sort of like the tightest and sort of um, most elaborate conceit for the structure. Um, yes, for a- sure. And and it does it really elegantly. Um, and Returnal kind of wrestles with that same thing, right? It wants to kind of be a little bit ambitious in how it justifies the gameplay with the loop um so if anyone doesn't know we should probably explain roguelikes up and and um roguelites there's actually two terms you know like roguelike and rogue roguelite and there's this Mm -hmm. big nerdy debate of what constitutes what i just use roguelike because i just don't care um i i don't care and i don't know to be yeah yeah you know, the structure is that if you die, um, the game resets. And so it's structured like a gauntlet, basically. Can you get through, for example, six stages without dying? Or the entire game, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So 
and you will pick up perks along the way that that aid you in that but they are randomized you know and so one run you might get lucky another run you might not um and the level variations tend to be randomly generated to an extent Mm -hmm. now with returnal i felt like those elements actually in terms of like the sort of like randomized nature of it and stuff and and the perks and stuff weren't that diverse you know um, no they're not like like it's it, it's basically it feels like there's templates for the stages and it's just about like what order you get them in but then even that there seems to be like a set sequence for some of the worlds in terms of like uh what levels you get first and then there's always like these like sort of distinct areas that break apart the levels mm. uh in 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 the beginning and at the end or in the middle like where it's like oh that's that big tower you have to get to before you get through this set of randomly generated levels but you're right that they they're pretty similar and the perks aren't i also will say like so like with the with the roguelike roguelite structure it really varies in terms of the amount of a what progression means so like you could have to restart the whole game you could you could be able to shortcut through certain areas if you clear them or it's broken up into into two halves like returnal like there's a lot of different ways that can be structured uh in hades for example you get a lot of permanent like power-ups and improvements would make which makes the game progressively easier as you go with returnal there's way less of that where like you basically lose everything Mm. uh every time uh it's more about just like honing your skills and getting used to the game and then there is some like continuing currency that happens but then you also do get checkpoints where you can you don't have to beat a boss more than once but then in hades you have to beat every boss every time so there's like like they're pretty much polar opposites in terms of like being roguelikes they're pretty much polar opposites in terms of their structure and and i think with returnal i was very surprised that i didn't have to do the bosses again um, I, I thought too. that was extremely was forgiving, like, and and obviously they made this conscious decision to make a hard game, and yeah. I think the they sort of put out this message or something, or when they were doing the sort of PR for the game on release, it was kind of like, hey, uh, Returnal is is meant to be hard. In fact, I think this might be at the beginning of the it. Game. Says it, yeah. When you start the game, it's like this is intended to be a hardcore. Or like a difficult ex- or challenging experience or whatever. So obviously I beat on my first attempt. I was just, but like no, that kind. You were really good at it. And uh, another huge controversy with the game is that you cannot save it. You can't save. You can just put your PlayStation in rest mode, mm. but it just auto saves at the end of each run, and there's and... no way to sort of save midway. And like people were fucking furious. <laughs> about that. Um, I guess we can talk about some of that. Like so. I don't remember any of the terminology at this point because it's been a few months since I played it. But um, currency that you get from killing enemies and like breaking up environmental I know, obelites, and things like obelites, and then there's more permanent currency that you keep once you die. But then it also it really just unlocks a kind of like shitty, mediocre, like pretty mediocre power ups at the start of your runs from like this like vending machine. And then there's malfunctions. Right. As well. So there's like, which I really like, even though I think a lot of people fucking hated it. You can risk, let's say, opening a chest and says like there's a high probability or, or medium probability that you'll malfunction if you open this and get whatever's inside, which means there'll be a certain criteria that'll be unlocked that's like a negative 
impact on your character. So it'll be like, if you sit, stand still while you're shooting or whatever, your weapons are, are half as powerful. The only problem is some of them are so devastating where it's like, oh, I might as well just die because they're like so yeah, bad. Man. There's always a condition in which you can stop them. So it just adds like adds more and more pressure, which is really where the game shines, where it's just like hundreds of bullets flying at you. You have this malfunction they're trying to get rid of. There's just a lot that you have to juggle at the same time. You have to be constantly moving and avoiding enemies. And I guess you can talk about like the, the core gameplay a bit more. But... It just feels fucking amazing. It does. Like... Uh, and that's we've really been like sort of like avoiding why the game's so good. It just feels fucking amazing to play, and yes. it's everything about it. You know, it's like the movement, um, the sort of feedback on the guns. You'll shoot, and then when you reload, it's like a gears gears of war mechanic, isn't it? Yeah. There'll be a, when you reload, there'll be a sort of um, a little sweet spot in a, in a bar where if you reload it at that time, it kind of like powers up your gun. All the little things like collecting the obelites that are on the floor and they suck into your suit and the visual feedback and it just everything feels so tight. The, there's like a so dash. Good. The dash. The, a dash you can use to go through mo like some bullets, mm. not all of them. Yeah. Uh, like there's like beams and stuff that you can't go through, which is cool. So it's like you have to juggle that mentally reload like there's always like these systems that put pressure on you like the reloading system as you mentioned that gears of war like reward risk reward mechanic um there's like a alternate fire for all your guns which are usually like really powerful mm. but they take quite a bit of time to reload uh after you shoot them and then like you mentioned the 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 sort of controller feedback it makes such amazing use of the uh dual what is it called dual sense dual sense when your secondary thing is reloading you can hear it in your controller that it's ready it'll go like Bloop, or whatever oh, i never knew that aggressive because i play with headphones oh really yeah uh yeah so like yeah it, it comes out of the controller and also vibrates like once that happens you're constantly getting feedback from like the controller from the the visual it's like there's just a lot of stimuli oh yeah that you're sort of juggling at once and like it is like a bullet hell type thing where it's like hundreds of enemies hundreds of bullets coming from dozens of enemies and it's just like i think it is a very hardcore game like it is like in terms of just like it's not very forgiving i don't think it's like the most difficult game of all time but it's it, there's some levels that are really brutal it, if you're not the kind of person that likes that sort of pressure while you're playing games uh i can see someone really hating it but mm. if you're into sort of fast pace hardcore action it's 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 top tier in terms of like how it feels. Like I can't really think of a third person shooter that plays notably better than it. No, I said this to you tonight, and I I couldn't believe it was coming out of my mouth. Which was I think this is the best playing third person shooter ever. I know. I and I really think that. And I'm from a European company. Uh, yeah, and it's their first. It's not their first game with bullets, you know, but it's their first game with from a third person's perspective with a human being and and all. All of the challenges yeah, like that come Dead with Nation, Resogun, we mentioned something right. like that, where it's like, yeah, there are similarly like bullet, not bullet. Am I thinking is bullet hell the right term? I guess I think is, so. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a shmup, like a Japanese shmup, but there's a lot of yeah. sort of crossover there, isn't there? And yeah. uh, and they bring all of that in. Um, I mean, I found the game quite easy, not to brag, but it was <laughs> I because found it, I found it really hard. At what level is it? The, the third, the one. third level—that is the yeah. hardest level. Yeah, I think I died maybe like forty times on that level, and then I think I died like 
15 times combined and all the mm. other ones like uh they fucked up man. that one really fucked me up um because i think the 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 way this enemies attack you really change from level to level like they introduce these new things and the rocket enemies the third, are... yeah they're like there's different environments like the first one's a sort of like jungle uh, jungly environment the second one's like a desert and the third one's like this sort of ancient robotic ruins type area and on that level there is there's these enemies that are droney robots that they shoot rockets and they hone on you and you basically have to like i did not understand how to dodge that i just thought like oh i guess you just have to get hit because i didn't understand the timing on it at all until it's i was so like way different. too late and i already like burnt yeah. four hours playing that level uh the timing was, is, oh is so God. different on those enemies like the time and window for the projectiles you know and and but the reason that I I say that I found it easy, it's not like a brag. It's more like the game just clicked with me so fucking hard. Yeah, like it's that's what You're locked I, in. That yeah, locked in. Like that's the shit that I like. I like games yes. where you have to keep moving. You know, like you've got to keep moving. Like the, yes, the dash is super forgiving in terms of the cooldown on the dash. Like you can you can really abuse it. Um, and it's. And you can sort of there's a little bit of tech in the game that where you can sort of optimize your movement and stuff, and um, compare that to something like Dark Souls, like or Bloodborne, which fucks me up. But the thing because it's so like because more, it's like I guess like patience, Souls, right? Like, yeah, Dark Souls more so. Yeah, but it's just like because that's you have to yeah because like Bloodborne is like kind of you have to keep hitting them. Okay, least, okay, like, forget like even though Bloodborne also fucked me up, but. You know, yeah, if sure. you just yeah, Dark Souls is an example where it's like restraint, you know, yes. picking your moment and stuff like that. In Returnal, it really is about like it's always your moment. It's just about yeah. you have to be like how you, you keep... right. Yeah. And and um, I do think for anyone that's playing the game or does play it, like the biggest tip I can give is 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 not to play it like a cover shooter at all. Like there isn't a cover mechanic, but you gotta keep moving the entire time. And I never use the um. There's a, there's an iron sight. On if you hold the left trigger, there's like an iron sight where it zooms yeah. in. I never use that after like half really? an hour. No, because it's it's shit. Like it doesn't increase your damage input, but it slows you down and it, yeah. it closes the camera. And like the thing about the game is, you need to be seeing the shit. That's oh yeah, you're moving you. the camera the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Like... So anyway, it was like, oh man, I went so hard on it for I don't know, like a week or two weeks or something, and just. Just so it's really impossible. Fucking to took it, that it, shit into my soul. Honestly, <laughs> like it was so good. It's been a while since I've had that kind of like I am in this game, man, and it's given me everything I want. And so I had to sort of like sort of e crow, you know, about about PS five. <laughs> I, I had to dust off like, the PS five and and, and yeah. It's fucking that game. Dust off. It's been ever forget. Fucking that too, you know. <laughs> but that game was like, oh man, like I'm in. It's unreal. And I can't wait it's... for what they do next. Like, fuck, that's so the exact fucking same talented, feeling. Man. Like, I think it was probably at the first boss where I was like, oh yeah, give now, me more. And then it just like ramps up from there for sure. I'd, I'm curious to see if you've returned to it uh -huh. um, since you kind <laughs> of had your sort of experience with it you know like you beat the game and obviously you can go back and get like collectibles or sort of you know do yeah. shit with but you know for me personally like i have affairs with games and then they just get dropped cold 
that's gets exactly fucking over. I think I, I think I sold like I, I sold it to somebody because the value was still mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um it's also one of those things where it's like Hades we'll talk about but I think Hades invites more replays where it's like oh there's like different endings really the first time you beat it is just like whatever just like one clear and really like the story unlocks after you beat it whatever 10 20 times or whatever um and there's really like character development and plot this one is just like once you beat it the credits roll and you're just sort of like quietly dropped back at the beginning and apparently there's like a secret ending and i viewed it and like i don't know what it fucking means to the story because the story is absolutely nothing no uh you know you beat the game and you can still you're still in the loop right so so this is something where i think in return all it justifies that loop the kind of the propulsion that is pushing you to the end, which is mostly determined for me by the gameplay and stuff. But you know, it's that kind of challenge of I want to beat this thing, man. Like I want to beat it. Yeah. I want to beat exactly. it. Like beat it. Like I want to beat it well, kind of thing. Yeah. But once that goes, um, and obviously, the story justifies that you're still in the loop because it's a roguelike. Like, if you weren't, you'd be fucking pissed, you know. So, but I think it does it quite poorly. Like you can really feel the air go out the game you know when you beat once it once you beat it yeah yeah absolutely like i didn't even want to look at like <laughs> i was gonna make a gross comparison but like there's like you just sort of don't want to put like you still want to look at it after you're done like it's sort of like oh god like that was like intense and i never want to play this for like uh, not never want like because I, d- I did get an itch like a couple of weeks later i was like damn that game fucking like there's nothing that's sort of scratching that itch of just like this adrenaline rush of playing it but mm. uh yeah, there's a, the story doesn't matter, but it's just sort of like, okay, I beat it, and it's not going to get any harder or more interesting, and it's not going to change exactly. in any significant way, so it's like, fuck yeah. off. Like, and, and I do think like the last few level, last level is the weakest, maybe, um, which kind of adds to the... Like, visually, it's actually one of the cooler parts of the game, I think, but uh, I think it is sort of, you know the the low point of the game in terms of just like the last boss is actually i found extremely easy and i and i actually beat it on the first try and then my game crashed and then i went back and replayed it and then i beat it on the second try fucking lie on me i'm not kidding (laughs) on the first and second try it's Um, really easy like the last boss is very easy it's one of those bosses uh, i i guess spoilers for returnal a little bit but it's one of those bosses that looks really intimidating but it's almost oh, yeah. it's almost too big for it to do anything to you, you know. It's like it's weird. Like, do you ever get the those more bosses in games? The, yeah. The, the more intimidating the bosses look, the easier they right. are in the game. It's really like the hardest bosses. I think maybe on the second level, where it's like a more like small, fast moving boss that like dive bombs you and things like that. And like that one, I had I died like maybe five or six times on, and then every other boss I think I beat within the first two tries. At least, and that that um, the same goes for like Devil May Cry bosses and stuff. The ones that always fuck me up are the the human sized enemies that are super fast and, and yeah. you know, um, and yeah, I, I guess more spoilers for a town. <laughs> but the last level, man, any time a game fucks with my jump, I am not happy <laughs> yeah. because that at that point that is pure muscle memory, and it's like yeah, and they do it on purpose. Obviously, it's like a new challenge, but I was like not happy, man. I was like. Wait, I'm like Mario on the space level in Super Mario yeah. Land 2. It's like, what What the fuck have you done? 
but I got used it to really it. It really reminds me of it. Messed it me really up. reminds me of of Demon Souls. Uh, the game actually, like, I I think the game does remind me of Demon Souls a lot in terms of just like various worlds of different. Like, I mean, that's a lot of games, but just like hardcore game, really confusing economy. Uh, the levels are harder than the actual bosses. Uh, obviously, the Demon Souls bosses are, are are certainly harder, and I think the game's harder for sure. But uh, I just thought the last three levels were all like people have talked about like the level five being really hard. I had no problem with it at all. I don't think I died. I had I had I had a bit of challenge with it. I mean, because I get like it seems hard, but I I just I don't know. Maybe just like I had been so I died so many times on the fourth one that I like was yeah locked in in a certain way that I just like I don't think I died on the fifth level. But I got a bit cocky, didn't I? I got a bit cocky because I because you've been saying about like how much you struggled with three and three wasn't that difficult for me though. I think <laughs> it took me like four or five times attempts or something like that. And then I was like, Jesus. "Oh my god! Like this was the hardest." He said, "This was the hardest level." And then it's it's like because I don't think that level has a boss, right? Like the, this level doesn't uh, have a boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think it does. Yeah. But anyway, but, uh, and then the game slapped me, man. It slapped me down. Like I got too cocky, and that just <laughs> to, just to wrap up on Returnal, but that's something which I really appreciated about it was like you cannot slack in it. Like you can't slack. No. You will. You will die. Um. And it really requires you your kind of like complete focus and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, one of the best games I've played purely on a gameplay level in the last five years, I'd say. I completely agree. I yeah. love it. I like, I, and like, I don't understand like why it would like, I saw like, I think we both made fun of a re- review that was like, like lamenting. It's like, trying to be a triple a game and stuff like that and like oh like this indie game it's like yeah and just like no like it it it, but it just plays so fucking well it's like (laughs) i don't understand any like criticism of it like on that level anyway i'm just like this is what like we need more of in games and like it's actually exciting that sony made this like a a premier triple a title and like that between that and demon souls it's like oh they're actually releasing hardcore games like after like fucking decade of you know, cinematic, mm, whatever, absolutely. action yeah. games. Uh, oh, for sure. It's like, um, I really loved it. I think, like, we, we sort of, like, hinted at some of the negative parts, which is, like, the story is nonsense. There's just, like, a lot, like, it's generic shit about grief, and, like, you can see where it's going a mile away. <laughs> they somehow shoehorn a fucking little kid into it somehow, uh, mm. which they've managed to do in every sad game, I think, ever. Uh, you know what? These I... really dumb sequences where you go through a a house that's clearly your, your house and like some memory of your domestic life that was like traumatically taken away, and it's really like <laughs> freaking heavy handed, yeah, stupid, and a waste of time. It's the kind of plot that's designed solely for like Reddit theories, where it's like, exactly. I, I know who the astronaut is, and yeah. then and then you know you read it and you think. This just just means nothing, man. You've got to be careful with metaphors, because if you just keep metaphoring over and over and over, and nothing has any substance to it, then um, who gives a fuck? And yes, that, and and but, I do not care about the character at all. I don't remember the character's name. No, she like I don't the writing was terrible. I thought, but anyway, who cares about that anyway? Who cares? Like the audio it's logs, a, it's like it's you can just game. like it's like white noise. Like who cares? Like yeah. it's yeah. an amazing game. And I'm excited. I am really excited to see what they do next because it's like, 
I would love to see them continue with this sort of oh, gotcha. person shooting shit. Like, like, I think the game we both said that it reminded us most of was like Doom Eternal. Mm. Uh, another another brilliant, also loved. another brilliant game. Another brilliant game. Which I think you all, like, we both ha also had weirdly icy first receptions, too, where it's like, oh, this is sort of annoying. And, like, but no, that's also a very hardcore game that makes you constantly be on your toes and balance systems and constantly be moving and uh, also kind of has an ungodly, stupid story that you don't care <laughs> about. Uh, much worse bosses as well. But uh, another great game. But uh, yeah. And, and you could argue Doom Eternal. Doom Returnal, <laughs> Doom Eternal, and Returnal, Doom, Doom Return it are part of of this wave of amazing playing Western action games. One, yes, and and I would also include Hades in that, mm -hmm. which again similar kind of situation. You played it on Switch, I think, because it came out on Switch first a couple months yes, ago. Yes, I played it entirely in handheld, which is insane. Wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> fucking hell, cramp. Um, I know, I did cramp. And I played it like, God, I can't remember because I've just moved house, but I think it was just before I moved house. So it was like two weeks ago or something. It was on Game Pass. So it, like, it dropped on Game Pass and I was like, oh, yes, man. It rules. It fucking like, rules. Fucking, they know what they're doing. And, and actually, like much more traditional, what? like isometric. Indie I didn't game. like that at first. I'm not an isometric person. Me neither. I don't know why, but yeah. And I thought, I don't think my, actually my the sort of first like 10 minutes, I was like, I don't know if this is for me because um, that kind of like spatial awareness or kind of depth perception with the enemies. I was like, I don't know if I can do an action game fr from here, yeah. you know, but that, that disappeared quickly because the game slaps so hard. It's so good. And is like tighter than, sort of structurally tighter than, than Returnal. Yes. More elaborate, elaborate and sort of the upgrades and stuff. Also, just like the story and the care. Like, as much yeah, as exactly. you don't care about the story in this one, like, the story makes way more sense for the structure. Like, it's a really fun... Like, it, I think it's actually, like, a pretty funny game. The writing is, I think, pretty strong. Uh, the voice acting is completely, like, theatrical and ridiculous and, like, anime. Uh, but it has a totally different vibe where it's, like, much more comedic and, like, your uh, Hades' son... They're sort of mocking you every time you die on a run, <laughs> like when you return. Like it's just yeah. Like, so what's the conceit of Hades? It's basically oh, it's basically um, your Hades, one of Hades' sons, right? I don't. It's been a while since I played it, but like your Hades' son, and you're trying to get out of the underworld, uh, and for reasons you you're trying to find your true lineage, and also just like rebel against your uh, oppressive father and get out of there. So you're sort of a fail son slash like rebel kid, and then there's like all the the pantheon of of Greek gods uh, that you're you know either giving you power ups or you're bickering with or are chilling in a fucking bar outside before you start your run. It's like it's a really fun, funny conceit, and like has really memorable like character designs and and mm. dialogue is pretty funny. Uh, but at the same time, it's much more of like a traditional indie looking game in terms of like the production values. Uh, you know, it's isometric. I think the gameplay is probably a lot uh, like a little more streamlined, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I, I guess they're different sort of genres because it's like 2D or isometric or whatever. But 
this is on the level of returnal for me. Like, you know, I'm approaching this just to explain to people how good these games are mechanically. Yeah. You do not get games like this very often, although they've all come in like a, a sort of uh, wave. Wave, but you didn't used to get games like this ever no. from from a from a Western developer. Like they sucked at action games; they were good at story. You know, maybe not like comparable to another medium, but you know, with Hades, man, I guess for me, I didn't really care for. I don't like dialogue and stuff like this. I just want to go. <laughs> I just want to go. I know. And I'm like that too, but I think I did like. I th- I just like the vibe of it. I thought it was, it was really no. It's great. Like people do love the story and the and the music is great and things like that. yeah. It's music just like great. It has a fun atmosphere, and like I think the sound effects and things like what well, oh, we'll so good. Like the sound effects. So and good. like it is really satisfying. Sort of like the whole like cod when you shoot somebody, it makes it like. Sound mm. type thing. It's a similar like whenever you hit an enemy in this, you're just like, whoosh, like it sounds like they're like evaporating and shit like that. And like, uh, the f- and, the f- and on the last hit of the like little yes. mini stages, it goes like whoosh, and like slows down. That's it's, so good. Oh my god, it's so satisfying. So satisfying. And then and then you have all of those sort of um when when you pick up a perk from a god, they'll have a kind of like their own slight variation on the sound effect. And I can't really do it with my voice, but. Everything's so finely tuned, and and it's really dopamine stuff, you know. Like, yeah, it's kind of like mobile game consideration. So it's like the psychology of like how you interact with something and like the feedback. But it's not a mobile game, obviously, because yeah. it's not predatory and stuff. But it's got that kind <laughs> of like it feels like it's going right into you when you when you exactly. play. Exactly, like you know what I mean. It has almost like a Candy Crush type vibe yes. where you're just like, I can't like stop and like. It that, this one does make you beat the boxes. Oh, sorry, but it has like a lot. It definitely, it definitely has a lot smaller scale than than Returnal in terms of just like the amount of like the length of a run and the amount of variability in terms of content. As much as there is definitely a lot, like I think it's like a better bang for your buck because it's like a, it's an indie game and it's priced as such, and uh, you know. But there's like three bosses, I think, right? Uh, or no, four, four, uh, four bosses. Yeah. A lot more. So I guess the difference with with Returnal as well is like you you can basically like you said it gets easier the longer you go, you know, and so you can like put points into like your health and come yeah. on back to life, which you can do like up to three times and 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 stuff like that. I mean, the main it thing, definitely gets a lot easier as you go on. I would say the 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 strongest sort of aspect of the game for me, other than like how me- mechanically good it is and how actually and how good the sound design is and how good the structure is and how good the visual design is. You know, everything about it's amazing. But um what really stuck out to me in terms of like the roguelike thing was God, I was just so into getting different builds and like finding different synergy between the packs because um that really huge, is huge differences, I think, like in terms of just like yeah. what you can do on a run. The best way to explain this basically is like for example, say you got Poseidon, right? All of Pos- the majority of Poseidon's perks, which are all random, so you'll get a choice of three when you pick up a Poseidon ball or whatever. They're designed around pushing the enemy back, and if you push an enemy back and they hit a wall, it does damage. So, if you just take that as a kind of like you see a Poseidon thing that you know you're going to get something like that, right? There's six weapons you can you can ultimately unlock, and the way that they interact with those kinds of perks is what makes the game so 
sort of fun and it gives us such a yeah. strong sense of discovery. So say you start with the sword, right? The sword isn't really like it's a melee weapon, obviously, but its pushback is not that great. Uh, there's like a special move you can do on every weapon. So it's like main attack, special, that's it, basically. Although there's sometimes other stuff, but they like the core, the core things. So the special on the sword is like a AOE damage. So it's like a circle of damage. You pick up Poseidon and then suddenly that AOE circle pushes all the enemies back, right? That completely changes your build and what, and already. And you're picking up like maybe 10 10 to 15 of these things through a run. And they're all kind of like complementing each other. And some sometimes they complement each other better than they do other times. But that's part of yeah, the kind of It can uh, kind of force you to play yeah. certain ways because it's like, okay, it'd be stupid not to take advantage of this thing I unlocked where it's like, uh, let's say like it really powers up your alternate wep- like weapon thing or what are those things called? Those like diamond things that you throw. Oh, the cast, uh, the cast, yeah. The cast, like, the, like, there's, like, some times where it's, like, oh, like, my cast is so highly powered right now. You can funnel everything into your cast. So, basically, like, I can target enemies with the cast and then, like, destroy them. That This is much more of a game where it's, like, oh, man, this could be a lot more variation in terms of what happens in a run, which is why I think it also is great that it's much less of a... I, I don't think I really replayed it much after I beat it, but... But, like, I can definitely see it being much more addictive after an initial run, not only because of the story stuff, but also just because there's so much more variation where it's like, oh, man, like, I played with the shield the whole time, which made me feel like a bit of a coward because it, like, limits uh, damage and things like that. But if you did a sword run, it's completely different. Like, the gameplay feels completely different. And it's also cute that the, uh, the, the perks are tied into the various gods right and it's mm. it's structured as in like you're building your relationship with them over time or yes. like you're investing in a relationship which is really really clever it's so, like, like a dating game sim. really it's like a it's like exactly the so, it's, it's a like dating sim. social links in persona or something like that yeah like it, it really justifies the use of the roguelike it's so funny how these games have like total like they're both roguelikes they could not be further apart in terms of how they utilize the structure mm. uh and hades definitely i think wins out in terms of just like its charm uh even though like i think i ultimately preferred returnal just because it's like i'm much more to that genre but like they're both just hades is so such a wonderful game and uh I did not expect to love it as much as I did. And it is, it's also really addictive. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm trying to think of another example of, of how good that yeah, power of design is. Because, like, yeah, so for example, real. like, so you only use the short, the, the shield, right? Like, mainly you use the shield. I did, yeah. So, or at least in the second half of my runs. Like, think just like picking, thinking back to Poseidon and, and how it does the pushback thing and, um, you can get a gun, right? So the gun like shoots bullets and stuff. Obviously, it's a gun. Um, but say you get pushback on, you take the gun and and you pick Poseidon again. You get pushback on the gun, and the rate of fire on the gun is so much faster than it is on the sword because it's like it, it's kind of like a yeah. machine gun that reloads and stuff. So it's like you're shooting this enemy, and every single time you're shooting it, it's hitting the wall. Another thing might be like you get Zeus. So one of Zeus's powers is um, obviously to do with lightning. But the lightning, if you hit an enemy, the lightning can chain um, between enemies mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's no pushback in any of Zeus's things. It's all about chaining damage, right? So say you get the gun and you're shooting someone like dead, dead fast and you've got chain lightning. Your kind of like output 
for Zeus damage and the amount of times you'll electrocute an enemy is, is like way higher. And the game doesn't kind of tell you any of this. It doesn't say you've picked no. the claw, you've picked the kind of boxing glove weapon. Um, you should probably look at getting maybe the uh, Demeter, who slows enemies down with chill. It doesn't say any of that, but you discover that yourself. Because I used to think chill sucks, man. Like chill is one of these things that like one of the powers is it slows enemies down, but it doesn't do damage. So, yeah, I think I just like we're, we're both probably just like in the mind of also just like we're so fast paced that we're like, why would I want right. to slow down the gameplay? I just want to min max my damage. Like, yeah, there's been runs that I've done where I've I've only used the special or I've only used the attack because I just yeah, I'm just like get the damage output to like six hundred percent on this thing and just like crush everyone. And sometimes it's like, oh, this ain't it, man. <laughs> yeah, like this is leaving me too vulnerable. Either like it, sure. ta- it takes too long to do. Or, you know, like the spear. I mean, I could talk about all these weapons for hours. Like the spear, man, is took me a while because it's a spear. So it it's sort of like range of the, the amount of enemies it hits is quite small. So yeah. um, anyway, two great games. I mean, they're so good that they brought us out of retirement just to talk about them. I know they brought us out of retirement. I will say, though, to sort of hint on future retirement... They kind of did ruin other games for me, like playing both these games and Doom Eternal within the last like eight, nine months or whatever. Very satisfying, adrenaline rush, challenging games that make like, that are so fast paced. And like, it makes other games sort of hard to get into once I'm playing, like right now I'm trying to play like Yakuza 0 or Hellblade or whatever and it's just like fuck me just like i want to like just go 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 like even like playing hitman which i which i love oh god i have to like gradually figure out what like like not the same types of games at all so i don't know why i'm making the comparison hitman sucks because it's not a fucking bullet hell shooter exactly you're just like i want to be dodging people with this bolt <laughs> mf um so uh, but you... yeah like it did like sort of spoil other games for me for a bit where i'm just like i'm just like looking for that high with other games that I'm not getting because they're not as demanding of you, where it's like I'm fully engaged. You can't be like putting a podcast on as you're playing it, like like I do with like some other games. Mm. I I won everything. I don't know. I was just then not play. Sometimes they just it just they kind of just took hold of me, man. Hades especially, so, which is so a super non-committal kind of game pass download, and I'm like I'm ready to hate it because it would make me a contrarian. <laughs> which I love. I love I love to kinda of rail against something that that everyone loves and it got me. Where were we? Oh, right, like hardcore shit. Well, I was playing Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> on Lethal. Oh That's my next thing. Ghost of Tsushima on Lethal. Oh, um, things were going so well for us. Which is the hardest difficulty. And I beat this game when it came out, and I think I played on hard because Lethal wasn't out yet. And I really enjoyed it. Um, And I know you don't like it that much, but... I, I don't like the game. I like how hard it is. 
I'm I like, like that too. Like... I like the combat, which is like you would think I would like the game because it's that's most of the game. Combat's I think I so just good, hate man. everything else. It's so good though. The combat's so good. It's so, great. Like another I... another Western action game. Oh my god! What's, Even though what it, the it, it deals with Eastern real battles in in Japanese history, uh, <laughs> like it another great playing game where like the the combat is great. I just think I hate the fucking Ubisoft structure uh, of the game. I don't. I find it very empty and boring. I find the character boring. I hate all the unskippable cutscenes. I don't care about any of it. And like usually, I could stand that. For like a really fun, satisfying combat system, I just think the stealth also is really terrible, mm. uh, and completely just like not even a real, like it's not. It barely feels developed as a gameplay mechanic. Yet it's it asks so you easy. to do it so much. So it's easy. so fucking easy. Like you can just throw shit at. Like you can just like take out people so easily that you're develop like deliberately trying to screw up so you can like str- like trigger 10 guys running at you it's that's really- what i've been doing i just i just run i just don't stealth anyone it's, it's not satisfying but getting yes. a pet getting a perfect parry man getting a perfect <laughs> oh, yeah, that, parry that's is, really satisfying that's my that's my shit right now and i'm basically going through it with like no health and it's i'm dying so much man like so it's much. hard like it's already it's pretty but hard on hard like lethal's insane but it, it also ups your damage output as well but you die in like one hit when you start the game. Um, anyway, been playing that, so that's been decent. And I also played a little bit of Psychonauts 2, which um, is also on Game Pass, where it's £50 on PlayStation if you want to be a mug. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mean, I do want to play that soon. I'll play it once it comes right. to uh, a sale price. It's, but, uh, it's decent. First it's... game is is wonderful. Like I never actually don't think I've ever liked it... the first game. Is it like, wonderful? The writing is wonderful. The writing, the writing is wonderful. It plays like shit, but <laughs> right. Uh, the writing is wonderful and the characters are wonderful. Absolutely, uh, it is like a pretty shitty platformer. Yeah, I saw. Actually, it reminds me. I saw a poll on Resetra like the other day, which was like best platformer of the PlayStation Two generation, and it was like Sunshine was like best i think and then psychonauts was like joint top and then i was like hang on <laughs> guys yeah it, let's yeah not go like there, let's man. bump the brakes like fuck like that was shit. a weak era for platformers but even but, sunshine which is like one of the lesser mario get like it's still way fucking like it's like people are just high on psychonauts which is fine because you know it needs it deserves its time in the sun you know and so the double fine. So I've been playing a bit of that and like the gameplay. Oh, it's better. Is it still bad? It's better. It's better. Like it's oh, tight. Good. It's tighter, but uh, I had to. There's these assist options in the menu, and it's like, uh, do more damage, God mode, invincibility. I nearly turned them all on. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I, t- I turned on do more damage. Because I was like, I cannot fucking deal with this combat right now. Like, it's not the one. And the and the platforming is just okay. Um, But the game starts very cutscene heavy, very sort of linear, and doesn't really show its best hand. And I've always found Psychonauts, like, really confusing. The way it kind of, like, 
when you go into a psycho world, a psycho world, when you go into like someone's <laughs> someone's yeah. brain, I'm always like, am I still on the brain? I don't know. I don't know why, but like sometimes I'm like, yeah. am I still on the brain? And it and it kind of plays with that a little bit. And also, if someone's like scared of teeth, everyone's made of teeth. But there's this thing. <laughs> there's this thing at the beginning where you go into someone's brain, right? And it's like obsessed with like a hospital like this is like the trauma of this person's like a hospital right and then you f- you fuck with their brain this is very early on you fuck with their brain and they become like a gambling person who like loves casinos and stuff <laughs> like a high risk person and so the game visually mixes the metaphors of a hospital setting and a casino and that's the level it's a hospital casino that's so funny right but it was like really confusing to me I don't know why. I don't know. Like the mix of metaphors is like really confusing. <laughs> I honestly can't I, explain it. But so it, many few games are actually like, let's say none are actually funny or well written. <laughs> like so few that it's like I'm, I I like as much as like the gameplay is not my cup of tea in the first one. I'm just like I'm glad like that you know an actual good writing like good writing and and like. An actually funny game is being, uh, you know, lauded and, and rewarded because it's just yeah. like so many games are just like there's no like very few games are funny. Like the only games I've seen being called funny are like Psychonauts one, maybe like the first South Park game, uh, and other like Tim, uh, of, of Tim's games. It's like basically which, just like, those games, <laughs> his yeah. games and like Portal two, which I think like this game is also co-written by the Portal two. Guy. Oh really? I always forget. Yeah. I actually don't think Psychonauts 2 is that funny. Um, you don't think it's that funny? I don't think it's as funny as the first one. Uh, which is, It's worse. It's not as funny. No, but it's like, the writing's still great. Yeah. and it and, and, um, it's, it's more clever. It's, yeah. yeah, it's very, very clever. And, and uh, the sort of structure's very classical. Like, the setup's really strong. And the foreshadowing. Like, they know what they're doing. And, like, the character sort of interactions are really good. And, and it opens up. Similar to the first game, actually, structurally quite strange. Like, sort of, right? So, is this a game where I'm going to go through like six of these people's brains, and and each one's a level and it's a hub world? Not really. Like, it 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 kind of mixes things up, and I like in a game when I can get a sense of what this is. And Psychonauts doesn't really do that for a while, but anyway, like the scope of it, yeah, yeah, like the scope of it and sort of the structure. And and Psychonauts kind of like has you on a leash a little bit. Anyway, it opens up and it's actually fucking enormous. So that's cool. And I'm really that, yeah. And I'm in that kind of like that's cool. in that place right now. And um, I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens. And I'm excited to sort of see the other brains and and the worlds and stuff. Although there's not been one brain that's kind of hit the heights of the original, but. The but that's kind of yeah, and like the Napoleon thing, um, yeah. Which, but that's fine. Like I'm, that's fine. Like it's really well executed and stuff. There's so many cutscenes though, man. Like be be prepared. Like there's a ton. Oh boy, I'll be playing Returnal. Or I'll be playing Hades on my Switch as I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, that no, that that's cool. I'm I'm glad. Like honestly, just happy that it came out. And that it's like actually like got the budget and like is being 
well received, even if it's not entire like adventure games, for example. Like I never, like I actually like Grim Fandango, but like beyond that, like I don't think I played any of Jim Shaver's uh, other games uh, besides Psychonauts. Uh, all yeah. like incredibly well beloved games that are like well written. I don't like adventure games at all because they feel like one big cutscene to me. Uh, but I'm glad you know he gets to make stuff that he wants to make uh and like considering the first game was such a bomb commercially uh the fact that this got made is is awesome yeah so thumb thumbs up for psychonauts too if we ever do another podcast i might have finished it so that's something oh we will we will um um and then that'll see one add no that's it for me yeah sure i can i can talk really quickly about some games that i put down almost immediately New Pokemon Snap, I don't like it. I it's like overstuffed. It doesn't oh, have no. the charm as or pace as the first one. Maybe I just need to get into it a little bit more because I saw my sister was playing and like she got a little further into the game and it seemed like it opens up a little bit. But I just like I don't like I didn't really get the structure. It makes you replay the first level like six times or whatever before you unlock the second one. Uh has like uh-huh. day night cycle. Not cycle, but like day night different variations on the stage there's a pokemon every like three inches it's weight like the puzzle stuff it seems to be building up towards that but it's not as like oh fun like you can find a like it's a charming way to figure out how to get to the next level it's like this is just like i don't know there's more rules about the how they reward the photographs there's like different grades of photos you can't peg pokemon in the head with apples anymore which sucks they don't react or at least they don't react like they got hit uh what? they just sort of like it bounces off them they don't go like fuck like they did in the first one which is like the funniest shit in the world uh first game is wonderful uh, tell me can I, you I just this... i've played like 10 minutes of it when i was like 10 at me mate's house it's so that. good so so is the first one like a star fox 64 on rails like yes. half an hour and game? this is the same yes so what's the, the first one? I think you can beat it all in like three to four hours. Maybe not even that much. Maybe three hours you can probably beat it. What? How long is uh, a single run through? Probably three hours. I think and the only problem is like you have to replay levels after the first. Like you beat the first five levels, then they make you go and replay all the ones to find like these hidden symbols. So I'm guessing the game's around four hours long. The first one, if that. And uh, so what's the difference with this one? This one is just like the gameplay is like way more complicated where it's like oh, okay. you can zoom in. Uh, yeah. it, you can do like some sort of like weird like Batman vision type thing where you like you highlight oh, no. specific flora and fauna type shit. Uh, there's way more Pokemon in each stage. Like in the, in the original, I think there's like, let's say 20 types of Pokemon per stage. This one has like 50 and they're like all like standing next to each other, like they're fucking posing. Like it's just like it's really weird. Like I only played the first few stages ultimately, but I just didn't. I don't know. I don't really get it. Like oh, no. the first one kind of functions as a rail shooter. This yeah. one, not as much, because the first one seemed way more about like precision, and this one's more about like triggering certain things and like I don't know. Something about it just feels off. Like it's a really well animated, cute game, and I'm sure like it gets better as it goes on. It seems like it does, but. It doesn't have the same feel as the first one, which I which I really love. Disappointments of the year. Disappointment of the year. 
I tried playing Hellblade. I got like one hour into it, and I was like, nah. I don't know. I just don't. Like, the sound design's awesome, but just like, I thought this was an actual game. It's kind of like barely a game. Uh, you know, I get it. Mental illness, trauma, all these things are very important. Keep it out of my games. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't like political games like this. Uh, no, but it, it's it's just like, I don't know. I didn't get into it. Uh, I played a bit of Hitman 3. Really like it. Uh, and I'm playing Yakuza 0 a little bit. It's massive. I'm mostly preoccupied with... The six more uh, of them? The seven? Don't worry. I'm only going to play this one probably. Uh, I'm mostly preoccupied with like the pool mini game and the fact that I lost nine times in a row. And then I uh-huh. finally beat on the tenth time. Then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just playing a pool mini game <laughs> for an hour straight in a game. Uh but it's 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 funny. Like I, I find like that game is genuinely really funny. It's probably the most misogynistic game uh <laughs> ever released, like this decade. At least I mean the last like ten years at least since the uh, series. Fuck it, that's, uh, funny. that's so uh, funny. You remind me of a conversation I have with my friend about Yakuza. I'm Resetera, and we're like, when's Resetera gonna cancel the Yakuza series, which they're in love with so much, like, every fucking week? I think it's week. just so, it's like one of those things where it's so misogynistic that it's like almost a joke. Like, you know, like, it's like, I just think, fun of I mean, I just think they pick, they, you know, they pick their battles, and it's, uh, for sure. It's like a sacred series, but it's just funny to me that, like, it, it, it's it's fine. Like it's not fine that it's so misogynistic, but I I totally get what you mean. Where it's kind of just it's so, so embedded in the game, like you know that like yeah, and it's like gives it, a it's fuck like, about women, you know. It's, it's <laughs> so ridiculous. You literally go to like a jerk off station. You watch videos of real women, real yes. like real life women yes, are like mom. pasted onto this digital game, which is fucking. It is hilarious. I cannot deny it. it. Like as, as like awful as the implications may be. <laughs> and, like, it also seems like it knows it's how gross it is, because it zooms in on a fucking Kleenex box after you're done watching the video, and, like, zooms out, and the character is, like, horny and gets boners and shit. It's, like, it's so stupid. And, like, that's the thing, like, I actually find, like, the drama kind of compelling with, like, the the family, and, like, the characters are pretty well animated, uh, and the story is actually, like, this crime epics type stuff, which I'm, like, a little bit of a sucker for. Uh, but then, like, it also seems, like, self-aware how stupid and, like, overly serious the main character is, how misogynistic the game is. You fucking play claw machines. It's, it's like, it's so stupid. Like, you build friendships with, like, random people in the game. It's so ridiculous. And I heard there's, like, some sort of, like, escort, like, mini-economy thing, which I'm sure is the most problematic shit in the game that I haven't even tapped into yet. But it is, like, genuinely so gleefully dumb that it's hard not to like on some level no i get that uh, i mean though, even yeah. though, like the beat-em-up gameplay is like whatever i've never really about i've tried this so many times like i think i tried all of them probably really at some point yeah uh this is the I only mean, one I, I've ever played. I had the first one on ps2 so oh shit which was like um fixed camera i think it's like fixed camera angles they didn't go 3d camera like rotating the camera until potentially the ps3 game like yakuza 3 so they get goofier over time because I remember the first one had like this really hardcore box art where it's like the guy's back and it's like the Yakuza tattoos. Yeah, I mean because it, they added more side content, right? And and all yeah. of that tone of that tone of whiplash of of the absurd 
absurdity in the serious crime drama. All of the absurdity is really in the side content. Um, it's such a weird game because it's like it does feel like a PS2 game on some level, where it's like the the the, the beat 'em up gameplay and like the way the camera looks and the character models. It's just like they look very PS. They see it seems very PS2. But then, like, you can go into, like, so many different buildings, and they're all, like, fully animated with distinct characters. It's, like, it's like it's so all over the map in terms of quality and, like, tone. It, it's pretty jarring. I mean, uh, it's it, kind of fun. It really feels like a Japanese game with a kind of, like, arcade legacy in the sense that it, exactly, nev- it yeah. never feels the need to justify the tonal dissonance, you know? Like, why? Exactly. Why would they bother doing that? It's you know it's so different from like Neil Druckmann style yeah. game design. It's like no, this would be funny. Put it in, which is what like no, Japanese I was kind of taken aback once like. uh, the main character was beaten to death with a golf club thirty minutes in, uh, <laughs> and then I played as one of the escorts. Uh, but I've never but, really uh, been able to get into them. I just think there's probably because I'm not a huge mini game person. And um, I don't think there's one, there's one element of the game that's really good. Yeah, for so sure. So it's like a, it's sort of, is it a sum of its parts kind of experience? If it is, then it's really fun. I can understand. I'm like, I don't love it so far, but it's just like it is just like so jarring, and like stuffed with like just really random shit. Like, cause like the beat 'em up gameplay, like I just I don't think I get it. Like I don't think I really get the combat. There's nothing uh, to get. It's like, the I don't know if it's like just really easy it's or just, like I haven't yeah. ramped up into it yet or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, and I have a lot of health stuff. The economy seems all over the place. It's like you can lose, you can win a million dollars playing pool or you can lose $800 playing dart. It's like, it's like, it's all over the place. I'm just like, what? Like, I don't get it, which I think it's fine. Like, I, I think it's fine not to like care too much about any, anything in the game. Like it doesn't take itself very seriously, obviously. But, um, but yeah, I'm enjoying. It. I'm gonna see what happens. Like, I'll, I'll probably like maybe I'll end up bouncing off it. But I I, I paid like four dollars for it, so I can't complain. Hmm. But that's uh, I think that's it. I think you know we covered a lot of games there in a short period of time after covering two games for like an hour. Uh, you know, we've returned. Much like a roguelike, we're gonna keep coming back over yep. and over again yeah. until we figure out the landscape of games and who wins the console war. And we've also got Halo. Halo Infinite, of course. That's not Halo. December release. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And and the dream was that, the dream, guys, everyone listening, was that Halo would drop and and, and John would would give in and get an Xbox. Xbox. And we'd co-op together, but the dream is dead. The dream is the dead. Game, the co-op the game is does not, not launch with co-op. The game does not launch with co-op. Um, and it's such a great sign when a holiday release comes out mid-December and there's no, there's one feature, there's one element of the game completely missing. I'd like to ask. This is my plea to three four three industries. Please work harder. Um, don't go home. Don't see your family. Just give us co-op. And that's it. Listen, I know you're joking, but I think they should probably just joking. cancel the game again. <laughs> and get a new fucking director for the tenth time or whatever. Throw it all out, guys. You failed. What the fuck does that company even look like at this point? You're I have fucking... no clue. 
I uh, like, what is three four three industry? Is this, do they even really exist? It feels like a fucking like <laughs> ghost kitchen. People like the beta, so ah, yeah. uh, we'll see. Well, I'll see. Well, you know, if it's that good, I'll 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 cave and I'll get it. I'll, I'll be honest, like I will. That oh. and between that and Psychonauts two and Flight Simulator, <laughs> I did play beta as well. Like so. I mean, I don't want to land out to fly a plane. It's my review. <laughs> Fans of the genre will like it. Uh, yes. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll give that. We'll, we'll wait and see what happens. If anything comes up, uh, maybe Man. we'll get around to talk about Resident Evil 8, which I played six months ago at this point or whatever, uh, four months ago. Uh, I love, can for- I just say that I love that we mention that every single episode. Resident Before Evil. the release, you played it. We, we talked didn't. about the demo. We talked about the trailer. We talked about the direct, whatever, like the 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 conference. Like then the game came out. I was like, yeah, it's good. That's my review. I like it. Uh, it's not as good as four, uh, the greatest game of all time. But uh, yes. anyway, we'll 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 do our our whole retrospective on the Resident Evil series for the fifth time uh soon but um thank you for taking the time maddie yeah you too uh, uh for all those you gamers too. out there keep on believing <laughs> bye <laughs> へたなくせに笑えない笑顔を見せた。I love you